Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It's far from the south with Steve and back here on four from the south i'm steve healy i've got my co-host fabrizio capano fab how you doing i'm great how are you doing steve i'm incredible i have to one-up you if you're great i'm even better we've got some amazing (laughs) stories this week we've got we're going to talk about parisi down there in chile he's going to do a live cast sort of i want to know how much he is like alex jones fab we're going to get into that peru uh look if it's Peru, what's going on? They're they're having a contested presidential election. It's a perennial story. We're going to dive into it here on the podcast. We're going to talk about Kamala Harris here in the United States and the idea of the vice president and whether they've got that going in um, Latin America. That's only three stories. So suspense as we see if we can get to a fourth topic here on Four from the South. Okay, so Fab, take us down there to Chile. What's the latest? The contested election is going on. We've got the leftist Boric against the rightist uh, cast. It's always phrased in such simple terms. Maybe there's more complexity to it. What do you think? There is some complexity, but I mean, it works. It works for the what we need for this show. I have to say that the, um, at the beginning of the election in Chile, all the international media was like the extreme right and the extreme left. Yeah. And now every time they're like, maybe it's not really the extreme left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now he's like, yeah, Boris is the left and uh, uh, Cass is the extreme right. And right, like Cass was angry about it. So he wrote a couple of like uh, articles and letters to newspapers saying like, hey, I'm not extremist. Uh, but of course he is. Um, to be honest, uh, the, the election right now, it looks like in every poll that Boric is going to win. Uh, but of course, the the polls are always wrong. We don't trust them, and it's they always find an excuse after the election. True. Uh, yes. <coughs> I mean, know, I, it's, it's funny that the way they work. Like uh, five thirty eight, always find an excuse after the election. 
there's always some reason. Well, it does seem like polling, like there was a time when you would get called on the phone and you might answer it and the person would ask you who you're going to vote for and you might tell them. But now I feel like no one's answering the phone. If they're answering the phone, they're lying. There's no, it yeah. just doesn't, I don't know how you would get an honest sampling of people's opinions. Anyone who's asking you a polling question by definition is somebody you're going to fuck with um, or ignore. Actually connecting with that, the well in Chile we have this system that we have an election then we have a runoff and we are in the runoff part but the guy who was running in the first part of the election Parisi Franco Parisi we already talked about this guy he's living in Alabama he do his whole campaign through Zoom he doesn't pay Ali money so he can't go to Chile and he's still <laughs> incredible third classic place. Uh, talk radio host kind of persona <clears throat> great guy and yeah. he is third. He came out third in the in the election, so of course he, didn't, he couldn't make it to the runoff. But you know what? Something that happened when you you lose a runoff historically is um, when you run like you run and you lose, you disappear. No one cares about you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like you you look. We all talk about the two guys who are still in in the race. Who cares about the rest? And but this guy managed to still be relevant, and the way he did it is through his. YouTube channel where he and four losers, they're not the definition for these guys. They 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 just talk with 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 the candidates who are still running and try to get them in the show to decide who's gonna Parisi support. Okay. So these who's guys are like, who are we think you just lost, but they're like, which trying to play Kingmaker a little bit. They're playing Kingmaker and it's working. Wow. That's the insane okay. part of it. Now looks like the whole election is, of course, not true because people vote for whatever they want. But like, looks like Parisi is the one who has the power to choose who's going to win. Uh, so he's doing like this live streams and he already got cast uh, this week. Okay. And uh, and so he's supposed to have Boric next week. Um, but actually, Boric is hesitating about going. Uh, he thinks it's not a great idea. Uh, we said before he's he's number one in the polls, so maybe it's not uh, a smart thing to do to go to a live stream with four guys that hate you uh, <laughs> and they're gonna just, just try to destroy you. Um, but I don't know. It's not like crazy times that a YouTuber can have so much power in an election. It's it's uh, you know my mind goes to when I think of YouTube personalities, the guy I think is. Alex Jones, right? And I, and yes. as we we have a theme on this podcast that like uh you know, things that happen in Latin America, a lot of them then end up happening here in the United States. The, the patterns, if you're trying to learn what's going to happen, there's a, a lot of laboratories down there that are giving you possible outcomes. And I immediately could foresee an election where Alex Jones demands both candidates come on his show. Uh, in one of them says he's not going to because Alex Jones is too weird, and the other one goes, and it's important, and it swings some votes, similar to how um, Joe Rogan only had Bernie. You know, he would only allow Bernie on his show, and he wouldn't take uh, Pete Buttigieg or whoever. So I, I I remember that. I mean, really, uh, the first thing I thought was like, oh, this is like Joe Rogan interviewing uh, Bernie Sanders, but at the same time, this is not as cool. This is just a Zoom meeting. Right. This is a yes. Zoom, three-hour <laughs> yeah. Zoom meeting. <laughs> no, that yeah, barbecue this guy doesn't place have like, it's, where it Joe Rogan It seems like this guy doesn't have a... He doesn't have a... Uh, he's only a politics guy, right? He doesn't have like... You know, Joe Rogan is actually... His brand is like... 
a dumb guy who doesn't know about politics. So it's interesting when he has Bernie on because it's yes. like, but this guy's already a failed busted candidate. I think I, Boric hasn't asked me for any advice, but I'm thinking no on this. Is there a cooler YouTube he could go on? Like, why doesn't Boric be like, no, I don't go on the third loser YouTube. I go with this cool guy. Maybe it's you, Fab, or this show. Uh, maybe, it's this, maybe it's this show, but I don't think speaking in English for an hour is going to help him uh, to get more votes <laughs> no, in La Florida. Not swing votes. In, yeah. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just like really shocked about in, in, in like the media, the, the, the old media, you know, like the, 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 the newspapers and everyone in this, in the Chilean media are like just giving everything to this guy. You know, they're like, okay, you have a YouTube channel. Last night, a TV station connected to this YouTube channel live. And, and, and everyone just give up. I'm, I'm saying like the media didn't fight back to like get their, their respect. They were like, okay, now YouTube wow. is going to oh, decide, okay, run with it. Just yes. please this invite is, us. This is like uh, an old entertainer trying to sing a rock and roll song or something. It seems sad. It's always sad. It's always sad. So let's see what happened. Uh, I don't know if Borch is going to go to this show. Uh, but Cass was last night and they treat him like a king. Uh, everyone th- thinks that there's a just a secret deal between Cast and Parisi. Cast actually went to the came to the U.S. Uh, for 48 hours uh, during the election during runoff. In a weird move, he met with Marco Rubio. He was with some businessmen, and some people say they secretly he met with Parisi, make a deal about how they're gonna go with the with the votes. But I don't know. The election in Chile is still going. We're not going to know till the 18. So, yeah, we are going to keep uh, talking about this in the next episodes. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, Our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, we've got another presidential conflict going on down there in Peru. We've talked about this guy quite a bit, the man with the hat. What's Fab, what's going on in the Peruvian election? So, uh, well, this guy won, finally. It was a very contended uh, election. And uh, Pedro Castillo, finally, the president of Peru, he's been there for a minute, and now he's getting impeached. The, the, what? The, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait a second. So just to refill, refresh our listeners, if you haven't been following Peruvian politics, I know there are five or six of you out there who haven't been, but uh, Castillo, a, a farmer, a teacher from a fairly rural district, he wears a big farmer hat. That's kind of his brand. He's a little bit of an outsider. In a sort of shocker, he uh, defeated the daughter of Fujimora, a former president slash dictator of Peru. There was some contention over the election, but it seemed like Castillo won it, and he he apparently fair and square. But now he's getting impeached. Well, Have I got that it, right? Yeah, according to Bloomberg, and this is a, I think this is a fair statement, removing president <laughs> in Peru is the easier than almost anywhere else on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Castillo could be gone if 87 lawmakers, a a two-third majority, oppose him in impeachment vote. The former president, um, Vizcarra, was impeached last year. Can you imagine, like, you impeach someone last year? Next year, you're impeaching someone again. And uh, nearly every Peruvian president elected since 1985 has been impeached, imprisoned, or sought in criminal investigations. Wow. Okay, cool. So this is just a part of uh, a circle of life. The circle of life in, in Peru. And, uh, well, it, this is a problem. It's like, they, it looks like the system in Peru is, is, is really like the, the Congress have a lot of power and uh, it's a mess. They do whatever they want and they always have a lot of vendettas between one party and the other. And they also... They're like, okay, we need to destroy this guy. I, I, I was part of his party a minute ago. Now I, I can be on the other side. I don't care. Uh, they're very flexible, uh, to say the least. And um, yeah, another impeachment in Peru. Twists, turns, betrayals, fab. Maybe I'm being stereotypical, but it does sound a bit like the politics often reflects a telenovela. Uh, a lot of maybe, uh, reversals, maybe. ups and downs. Uh, a lot of drama. Kind of a lot of like like you need a high high stakes and drama to yes. to check politics in in South America. That's for sure. Uh, but no, yeah, I should I mean, say we shouldn't. See what we happened. can't just beat up on Latin America here because I was reading the other day that um, every former president of South Korea uh, has either been in jail or is in jail at the moment. So oh, this okay. isn't a unique to Latin America problem. Being the president, there's a lot of opportunity for corruption when you've got power. We all know that. And and you know what? What else know, is very good? South Korean. Soap operas. Hey, there you from go. South Korea. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> Wherever the dramas are good, the politics <laughs> will follow the dramas because people, they need it. They love it. Exactly. They need it. Okay, Fab, I've got a story from up here in the United States, part of big Latin America. Um, we've been hearing a lot. It's it sort of, it, slowly it began as sort of rumors and then there'd be articles about the rumors and it, it sort of popped fully to the surface that like Kamala Harris... Okay, Joe Biden is very, very old. If he runs for re-election, he'll be 82 or so. Astronomically too old to be yeah, president. Too, too, much. Uh, too much. And so who's 
who would maybe step in. Kamala Harris is the vice president. Uh, one after another, staffers from Kamala Harris's office have been kind of quitting, which isn't what you do if you're a political operator and you thought she was going places. Stories started to leak that she's a bully, that she doesn't do her homework. Then the White House sort of said, ah, it's nothing but rumor, but then Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg were on a sort of tour that seemed like it was designed to repair a rift or, or see which one, or maybe suggest a possible ticket for the next election. So it just raised a question to me that maybe you have some insight on the vice president. What is, I mean, how would, first of all, how would Kamala Harris be a good vice president? I don't know. It seems like this is largely a media concoction. Um, uh, and they just sort of make it up as they go along in the telenovela style. But what's going on with vice presidents in Latin American countries? I feel like I don't hear about that quite as often as I do here in the U.S. Well, I I, I know different stories. Of, I mean, Chile, we, doesn't, we don't have a vice president. And uh, okay. we never talk about it because it's not even a concept for us. Uh, okay. And it, 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 once again, if the president die, uh, then goes to Congress to, yeah, we'll go to like a Nancy Pelosi or something like that, you know? Some, okay. some person in Congress will take uh, the country. And, uh, the yeah, the vice president also here is kind of like a, a more of a, it's, it's, it's just like, it's a TV character, no? They, they don't really do a lot, you know? They don't have real power as far as I know. So maybe that's the reason why we didn't copy that. Because... Right. I, I don't know. But I, 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 the only thing I know is like right now, in, in, in Chile in the new election, uh, Boric is kind of running with Iskia Siches, which she was a, a, a doctor during the pandemic that gave advice on TV. She's running kind of a running mate. It's not a running okay, mate because cool. we don't have vice president, but she's in right. every poster, she's with him. And they, yeah, they're running as a team. Uh, it's implied I think that's she'll a, be part of the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's probably going to be like the, the, the secretary of health or something. And I think that's, once again, in, in the perspective of a media character, it works. Then, this is what I know about Venezuela. And Venezuela is very tricky. So if someone is listening and know, knows more about this, please let us know. I know that they have six vice presidents. Okay. All right. That's great. So they have six vice presidents and not all of them are famous or they're on the, on the TV or whatever. Some of them are just shady dudes that live in Iran and run like a narco uh, state from outside. It's it, once again, it's like over there. I think it's more of a your vice president, so you don't go to jail kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, sometimes the vice president's like immune from prosecution or something. Yeah. So actually, so the dirtiest guy becomes the vice president. Probably is like, hey, dude, I need help. I'm gonna go to jail. Okay, now you're vice president. Uh, so I think this the vice president system in Latin America is very is very messy. Yeah, I mean it's a, maybe it's a weird institution in a way in the United States. I mean, like I guess the sort of we've had it for a long time, and it seems in the age where <clears throat> the president of the United States is like in command of a lot of like nuclear missile submarines and stuff, like it might be pretty important to have uh, a guy or gal who's going to take over immediately. Uh, there's a lot of sort of like, you know, designated survivor, Tom Clancy kind of stuff that involves yes. weird scenarios where the vice president has to take over right away. So clearly it's like a collective fantasy of uh, the United States. But if you don't have like nuclear weapons at the disposal, it seems like you could wait a couple of days while Congress figures out who the next guy is. I don't know. Like, I are we too I mean, obsessed with? One, right now, I think when 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 we 
we think about the idea of a headless government, it's not mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah. Maybe a week without anyone taking care of the country will be refreshing. Um, yeah, sure. And looks like the system holds itself. Looks like the yeah. institutions keep going. The you know the newspaper can be delivered and like the mails get in time. I don't know. I think we'll be fine. I mean, not an entire <laughs> year, but maybe a week of no precedent. Yeah, a week, a month. Yeah, you sort it out. I mean, of course, in the in the old when the founders of the U.S. started the Constitution, they, they had it that the, the vice president was the loser of the election. So it was like you know, it wasn't even like you'd pick your guy. It was how how that works. Like the loser of the election became the vice president. Yeah, he'd be the vice president, and so then you know, if the president died, I guess his exact opposite would take over. But they changed that at some point. They've put in the running mates I, and all that. So now you kind of vote for. I mean, there was, you there was a world bonus where, guy. like, I don't know, Joe Biden wins and the vice president is Trump, or like something like that, or it yeah, wasn't the same. I, th- I think if they were playing under the original rules of the U.S. Constitution, that's how it would have gone down. Now we wow. changed that maybe for the best, but. Who knows? Maybe we should go back to that. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Well, Fab, I was worried that we wouldn't have a fourth story here, and our show's called Four from the South, so our we need four, listeners would we go to jail. They'd be justified to sue us for malpractice if we failed to come through with a fourth story. Exactly. But luckily, I've got one. A headline for you. Coldplay, the first great band to play in Argentina after the pandemic. What their sustainable tour will be like. 
So it seems like bands are coming back. They're coming. It's happening. The world is opening up again. There are going to be big bands. I don't think even Omicron, Omicron will stop this. Looks like Omicron. It uh, looks like if everyone's trying to ignore Omicron. And the media yeah, and like think? the newspapers are like, hey, guys, check this out. And I was like, no, no. You know, it's like, look, yeah, look at all the hospitalizations in Europe. I mean, like, just don't, don't do this to me. It's tough. You can't just give the same story over and over again in the media. You've got to, even if that is the truth, you've got to give us a twist or something. And they tried it with the Delta and that went pretty far. And the, 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 yeah, the, the narrative, variant, the truth, yeah. not necessarily always the same thing. And, and, and this one have a bad name. Like the marketing team really ruined this one. I think Omicron, not, not a great name. Actually, it was like a, an article in the New York Times was like, how you said Omicron? It's like, I don't want to say it. Don't teach me how to, to say it right. Um, well, a, f- and- a friend of mine pointed out to me a somewhat mind-blowing thing that hadn't occurred to me. Omicron, small O, Omega. Big O. There's two letters in Greek. Oh, One's the yeah. little O. Yeah. So it's like it's like how the U.S. has W. You know, like <laughs> it's just a <laughs> description of the letter O micron. But don't start going around saying O micron because no one will uh, respect you. I've discovered yeah, through personal no one experience. Will respect me. Yeah. Um, but go, going back to concerts and live uh, events, uh, I mean, you, you you can't stop them anymore. I think we we are the other side. Uh, no one's gonna go back to the. I think the only way. And this is my my theory. The only way that the world will go back to craziness if there's a mutation of the virus where kids die. Yes. That will be a game changer. But if it's not yes. like that, I think will we go with Omicron and Omicron and, and we no one will care. I would think by now, like there would be a case, like if they really wanted to scare you, there'd be a famous kid who died of COVID and they'd, you'd see the kids picture and stuff and, and that we haven't achieved that. Maybe I've missed it, but I'm, I'm a pretty avid it, yeah. media consumer and I've never heard of like a famous case of a child who died of COVID. I'm, I'm certain that there, there may be a kid who died of COVID. I don't know, but um, it just hasn't broken through as like a, a thing that we're fixating on. And I agree with you until that happens, we're, we're just going to be like, whatever. But now, but now going back to what the story is about, why Coldplay? Why, when you have freedom and you finally can go back to live events, you're getting these guys who are like so into colors. Why they're so obsessed yes. with colors? <laughs> Never help their colors. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, colors are very basic stuff. You know, we've seen colors before. So yeah, they're really obsessed with colors. Uh, you know, it's and, funny because it's like I, it, I kind of agree with you, and I wouldn't call myself exactly a Coldplay fan. But if we're gonna have like the first huge concert, it does have to be on a certain level of big and just you know everybody there can get with it. And I feel like Coldplay, one of the few bands that's good, like U two, Coldplay, yeah, like if they're your favorite band, that's weird. But everybody, there's nobody who's like. I guess there's some snobs who don't like Coldplay, but it's fine. Whatever, they're gonna play Clocks in Yellow, and you'll have a good time. You'll right? be fine. And they put on a yeah, good show. Right. They're professionals. They're professionals. That's that's yes. what they are. They're professionals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I I was I was uh, checking the the other day uh, other bands that are they're coming, and I I read about that um, Maroon Five uh-huh. uh, ha- still have an ongoing fight with Latin America. Uh, oh. A couple of years ago, Maroon 5 performed at the Viña del Mar Festival 
and they put so little energy and looks like they <laughs> don't even know that they were being live streamed. So they they just did like the shittiest show possible. They just didn't tr even try. And it was oh, live streamed wow. all over Latin America. And since oh, then, wow. their, their Instagram account, every picture is being bombarded by kids telling them to go to hell because they didn't put enough energy in a concert in Latin America five years ago. Oh, wow. Well, that sucks. But I hope they learn their lesson not to be half-assing it and to find out who's watching. Come on, Maroon 5. That's lame. That's the flip side. I feel like every band, any musician, their Instagram is just comments of people saying, come to Brazil. No, now it's like, don't come to Argentina. Wow, if you hit the don't come to Brazil level, you've fallen far. <laughs> you've fallen far. And... uh yeah, I think I think right now you can check uh, Maroon Five social media and you will see some messages in Spanish. <laughs> Tell them to go oh to hell. <laughs> you screwed <laughs> up when you've got messages in Spanish on your Instagram telling you to go to hell. Yeah, you well, have to click translate to see the insults <laughs> against you. <laughs> I think we did a pretty good roundup once again of the events and news and currents of Big Latin America. We'll be back because we've got to follow this Chilean election and a million other things going on. Hit us up on Twitter, Gmail, uh, Four from the South is our name, and let us know what you want to hear about in your yes, world. Next episode will be like five presidents of Peru from now. That's how we. <laughs> <laughs> that's how time is uh, in Peru. Five presidents it from now. See you guys. Man, oh, I took a nap. It was like two presidents of Peru. I feel so refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Okay, Have a great we're going to drive to grandma's house. It'll be a whole president, per Peruvian presidency. <laughs> so bring a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk soon. Bye-bye. Four from the South is hosted by me, Steve Healy, and Fabrizio Capano. Robert O'Shaughnessy is our producer. Original theme song by Amy Stolzenbach. Four from the South is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.